Welcome dads and mums and anyone else that's listening. It's that time of the week, the wrap up and a Valentine special. Roll theme. Welcome to Team Super Dad. Real dads creating their best lives ever. More time, more money, more fun. You are not alone. You're on Team Super Dad. Hey, welcome. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning. It is that time of the week to wrap up. We don't know where you are or what you're doing, but we do know it's Valentine's Day this Friday. I'm pretty sure that is worldwide. And uh, so you probably listen to this as a survivor, um, hopefully a survivor of Valentine's Day. But as always, my good, well-esteemed guest, Mr. Glenn, a.k.a. a dating dad, is joining us. Glenn, how are you doing? I am still still getting in with that funky bass, that kind of slap funk from the intro music. It sounds, exactly. sounds almost, almost Seinfeld-esque. Oh, and we were just talking about Seinfeld indeed. Well, I did actually search Audio Jungle for funk and like funk, dance, how. And so somewhere in amongst all the songs I was looking to buy, uh, yeah, up, up it came. I think it's even got funk in the name. But uh, yeah, so if you've listened to the podcast for a while, you'll know that's been our introduction for the last two and a bit years. Uh, I broke through the thousand download slash listens the other day, which actually after two years, uh, should be should, should be higher than that, but I don't know. At the very least, I'm going to celebrate a thousand because uh, it's a, definitely a milestone. And they say doing something like 27 is a is a number. You have got to get past 27, and we're already into the 50s. Yeah, I, now, I, so. I, I used to record a, a dating podcast um, called Swiped Out, and it was it was only we only I only managed to get 23 episodes in because my co-host disappeared literally when coronavirus started. She just just went off and and just walked away from all public life. Um, but yeah, I mean, we barely got through, I don't know, a thousand, fifteen hundred listens an episode. So, um, we had a, a long way to go before we actually got up there in the, the, the ability to go on tour sort of stakes. Yeah. Well, still 1500 per episode. That is good. We are, we are some way off, off that. Well, and listen, if you are listening to this, then pick up the flipping rope guys. Uh, let's share this with other Tell dads. a friend. Tell a friend, you know, yes. what else are they doing with their time these days? Nothing. They should be hanging out with us, metaphorically speaking. Exactly. So if you are listening, right, we're going to do podcasters first. If you're listening, go back into the app, click the little arrowy thing, copy link and share the Team Super Dad podcast with other dads that you know. Uh, indeed, mums as well. I know we have plenty of mums. I probably get more feedback from mums than I do dads. <laughs> yeah, but what <laughs> they say in... <laughs> Oh, they're just saying they find it funny and they like the fact that we're talking about these things. And and obviously I've got the, the, the more serious episodes that, that drop in the week. And then we have the wrap up, which is uh, obviously hilarious banter. And, I, had, uh, I had feedback from my mum last week and she was like, Glenn, that sounded wonderful. But I had to stop listening when you started talking about sex. It's not that I'm not that sort of listener. <laughs> so hi, mum. Hi. <laughs> Well, do you know what's happened to Anthea Turner this week? I saw her trending on Twitter. Uh, do you yeah, know what she's being? Yeah, she's being all ableist and um, saying things which just, you should. Some people should just know there are inside thoughts and there are outside thoughts. And all of Anthea Turner's outside thoughts actually probably should be inside thoughts. Just, just don't say them, Anthea. Just don't. If if Anthea Turner and Right Said Fred are on your side, you're probably on the wrong side. <laughs> 
oh, now I'm even more intrigued. But it's probably not that much fun. What is it like Corona stuff or, or masks? Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's basically ableism and, you know, um, uh, who should and shouldn't be getting care and who deserves it. And, you know, fat people shouldn't uh, be putting strain on the NHS and all this sort of stuff. And um, as much as some people might agree with it, you're not going to be able to explain that in any way, shape or form. That's, that doesn't sound offensive to some people. Yeah, yeah. In a really well-balanced utopian society, you could have a sensible mm-hmm. conversation without being judged. But the very fact that you're saying it probably means <laughs> the average person <laughs> doesn't have the intelligence to hold that conversation. <laughs> I know I know a guy, uh, uh, Eddie. We'll call him Eddie because that's his name. And he... <laughs> <laughs> He like spouts off loads of stuff, like conspiracy theories, all stuff to do with like government and tax and and and, and space and 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 you think he's just spouting off, you're like yeah yeah whatever, and, he, and then he just mm-hmm. hits you with stats and links and, and I was like okay well that is f- I suppose fascinating, but also I didn't really care that much. <laughs> Oh, the, yeah, I mean, the more you have to convince someone your point of view is right, and when there's some, so much evidence against it, you, just you're probably wrong. Not always, but probably wrong. Just like I never listen to anyone who says that Arsenal are a football team that are worth supporting. I'm, no amount of evidence is ever going to convince me otherwise. Yes. Well, yes. I, of all, of all the, of all the Tottenham's sort of you know rivals, I've, I've probably struggled most with with Chelsea. And, and and that's because I obviously didn't live in the in the belly of the beast. Uh, I also stood behind the goal when Tor Andre Flo scored four, uh, and we lost six one uh, back in the nineties, and that did burn an incredible burn on my psyche. <laughs> <laughs> well, Literally I, behind the week, the, goal. With, the week we've had with football, I'm happy not to talk about football very much, yeah. even though it's well, a subject that is dear to my heart. I'm, I'm I've decided that for the foreseeable future, until the Formula One starts up again, it's all about the cricket. Yes. Well, we, 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 we've done well not to talk about football too much in, in, in all of the wrap ups, but you know, what? I love it when you go to a, go to a, a business networking thing or you go to a, a conference and there's some random who starts his whole, his whole talk by talking about something that's just happened in football. Like that someone's won the FA Cup, right? And that I, I was actually, this was a real thing that happened. So he stood there and he was a Chelsea fan. So he stood there and he, he was like so chuffed that Chelsea had won the FA Cup and about he took up about five minutes of his talk and completely alienated. First of all, there are women, yes, that do support football, but in a, in that kind of setting, you're probably going to have a hedge on the side of there's less women here than, that like football than, than not, that, sorry, than do. So he just alienated all of those. Then you alienated anyone that wasn't a Chelsea fan. And basically his whole thing was just doomed from, from that point <laughs> on. I was looking at it going, you dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> you absolutely well, okay. but with that with that in mind i'm happy to move on until spurs start winning again yeah yeah so in terms of running order today we've 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 mildly failed glenn we were we were working on getting some some women on board um story of lo- my life so i know that's about what i was about to say <laughs> uh but yeah so our valentine special is uh it's glenn and i okay but uh curiously we've got some comments coming in good uh (laughs) someone says a perfectly appropriate timing we'll bring in one of our viewers slash listeners in a second with his valentine's point but um we are getting 
this crazy feedback, Glenn. I think it's uh, I think it's coming from your end. Okay, um, I'll turn my microphone off because that's probably the, the the best way of me uh, contributing to the show. <laughs> Uh, oh yes, the the ringing noise has now gone. The uh, so yes, our rundown today. Uh, we're going to talk about Valentine's Day, right? And so when you're listening to this, you're probably going to be catching it like we're talking to the survivors, basically. But Valentine's Day is a is a curious thing. I think I don't know when did it get invented. We should Google. Whilst I'm rabbiting on Glenn, you can Google when did Valentine's Day start for me, okay? Because it's it's always been this kind of male thing or so it seemed that men had to like just go out and buy cards and buy flowers and you know the old classic milk tray advert uh and the man <laughs> swinging in in his black spy outfit but yeah so ah, uh, where are you at dads and what happened basically we've got uh are you prepared for valentine's day are you desperately searching amazon for amazon prime available in 24-hour deliveries are you scouring your local supermarket or garden center for lockdown <laughs> lockdown purchases right because you can't go anywhere else shopping uh and what about getting creative as you stare into your kids make and do box or maybe you'll risk the wrath of your partner by clearly presenting her with a petrol station card and uh obligatory box of crappy overpriced chocolates (laughs) i'm happy to say i don't think i've ever done i don't think i've ever done the petrol station and crappy card i don't think i've done that yet Yes, is the most powerful word in the English language. <laughs> yes. But I have found out some stuff from, about, some Val- about Valentine's Day. Um, of, it, of all places, CBeebies, brilliant, brilliant for finding stuff out. So he was a Roman uh, a priest in the third century who was basically, they, they th- thought that soldiers would make, ru- married people would make rubbish soldiers because they were so scared about dying that they, their missus and all that, that they wouldn't want to fight. Um, so they banned guys from getting married, but he used to marry people in secret just in case they found out they killed him on 14th of february um um da, 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 a sentence to death in jail but while he was in jail he fell in love with a jailer's daughter and when he was taken to be killed he sent her a letter signed from your valentine and that's where it kind of stemmed from and the first valentine's day was in 496 a.d education knowledge Boom. is the bomb 490 a.d after death okay so Wowzers. As traditions so go, it's disapp- in there. We've, we've been disappointing women in terms of Valentine's gifts for 1,600 years now, and uh, I see no reason to break that tradition. Oh, I'm just, I'm just soaking that in for a moment there. You know, Romans, of all the things they did, they used to dip people in wax and then set fire to them and, and mad stuff Not like all that. all the time. Not all <laughs> the time. Just a few of them. <laughs> You know, and oh, how else are you going to keep a coliseum that size warm? I mean, there's a lot of energy stored in a human body. It's just, just the, the eco-warriors of their time, really. I just love the idea that they could invent sewage systems and roads and, and, and you know, and, and water, how to pump water for all, all parts of the house. And then so next on the list, uh, dipping Christians. <laughs> oh, good. I've been looking forward to this one. How's it work? <laughs> well, it's genius. You take a Christian, you dip them in boiling wax. And, and <laughs> oh, well done, Claudius Maximus. Well done. Maybe that's where the whole fade, uh, fad of kind of dripping wax onto human skin comes from and the kind of sensual sexual elements of that. 
Oh yeah, it could be could be tied. I'm, I'm in, telling though. you absolutely 100. percent It's not, but um, no. yeah, I'm trying to create create some sort of link between horrific torture and romantic get-togethers. It's a good, it's a good, um, good, good link. What do they call that? They used to be on the, on the radio. Segway. Program, yeah. Good, good, good Segway. Um, I nearly fainted at the Tower of London once. <laughs> What on earth were you doing naked, dripping candle wax into your skin? No, in the I wasn't. I was, my cousins were over from Chicago and we were doing London stuff. And so they said, oh, yeah, let's go to, let's go to, the, to, the, to the Tower of London. So I've been multiple times, but I had, I, had a, I had a jacket on and a backpack. And, and we were, were standing in, the, in like the long corridor, early parts. And so they, they said, and if you look above you, right, and so you have to look up. And they talk about how they used to ha- uh, put people inside these cages and like so then like hang them in the streets of london so to put people off doing dodgy things and um and then so as, as i'm looking up and he said something about yes and if you're like really unlucky they would put a spike up through your anus inside of you to which didn't kill you instantly you just died a slow painful death and as i'm looking up i really pictured this in my mind I'm fully wobbled back onto the onto the floor that was hilarious <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> in that oh, next moment all of a sudden all my all my family are laughing at me so this deadly serious moment and um, being laughed at yeah i do know that iron maidens weren't real medieval iron maidens didn't exist they were invented by the victorians just to to seem kind of more harsh oh good good bit of uh oh my brain's gone blank today what is that when you proper propaganda good bit of historical propaganda yeah yeah, like they just they just liked uh, kind of making things seem a little bit a little bit weird and a little bit archaic and a little bit brutal. So uh, can you yeah, imagine the, the, the job minds spec. of the Victorians? A job spec. Uh, we're looking for a copywriter, uh, someone with a propaganda background who's also absolutely twisted <laughs> into torture. <laughs> so preferably into torture, uh, uh, killing rituals and other such weekend hobbies. Almost word for word, I've seen that on Tinder. <laughs> but i well, haven't valentine's. got any tinder dates for valentine's i'm gonna no. be woefully woefully unromanced sadly oh well at the risk of uh torpedoing something before it's even started i have been ch- just tentatively chatting to an old friend school type days uh lady um and yeah she she doesn't live that far from us she's attractive she's single um where's the does, catch not really any catch probably the only catch is she has a black labrador um and i have a kind of thing about i love dogs absolutely love dogs but if their poos are bigger than mine then i'm like <laughs> i'm like there's a size limit of dogs so I, and it's just a quite a simple bar it's like if if they do bigger poos than me then i'm but we, it's we a territorial covered. kind of thing. Yeah. Who's the alpha? Who can who can do the biggest crap? Oh, yeah. I'd never thought of it like that. Oh, my gosh. It's an inferiority complex. Oh, dear. If you say there's, that you, there, there's no catch, all it means is you merely haven't found the catch yet. And then it's about whether you're willing to put up with the catch. Oh, of course. Well, my dad said, and uh, he used this a couple more swear words than I'm going to. He said, they're all nutters. The best you can hope for is you find one who's less nuts than the others, which actually is probably <laughs> good advice. Probably, probably pretty sound advice there. Definitely. Are you going to be getting her some sort of Valentine's gift then? No. 
Definitely not. Well, for, no. First of all, we've not even been on a date yet. Or, second of all, I'm not even sure she knows that she's in the running to go on a date. <laughs> in the running, like there's like there's a queue of them outside or a competition, no, like it's no. take me out or something. But, uh, but, 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 no, Valentine's Day, I, uh, if I'm, I think if, would I send someone a Valentine's Day card? I don't know. I'd probably, if I did, I'd make her one, I think. Would I? I don't know. Okay. That's a good yeah. question. Well, I, I, I've got to say, yeah, last, last year I got um, the first Valentine's Day thing I've had since being, since, since life changed. Um, and in it, she wrote out the lyrics to Pulp's song, Something Changed. You know, um, uh, when I woke up this morning, I had no way of knowing that in a matter of hours, my life, uh, we would change the whole way we were going. Uh, where we would be now if we'd never met and it's it's a, it's a really it's an underrated romantic classic song one of the most romantic songs i've ever known um and uh yeah it was it was one of the best valentine's presents i've ever got because it was tailored for me and made for me and it just it just meant something it was good definitely but would that be sent to someone who you weren't actually in a like a relationship with would you use that no. as a gate as a door what they call it a gate no. gateway no, no, nothing. See, nothing that ma- that deep because that w- we'd been together, we'd connected really quickly, and we we're really, really close at that point. Um, but if you've only just started seeing someone, then that's scary levels of, you've of, got to be shallow. of yeah, shallow you, and you, cheap. Well, not not shallow. Just, you've got to be classic. You're, we'll say, you're fun. We'll say we've got to be classic. You know, flowers, um, chocolates, um, <laughs> and wine, or some. You know, just entry level romance, basically. Okay. Uh, and then you can build on that with something more special when when you, when you connect a little bit. I was thinking of just a card like "You're fit, nice rack, uh, let's go out." <laughs> How are you still single, mate? How are you still single with that level of romantic uh, essence within you? I just don't understand. Okay, so we've got to work on that. Maybe it needs to rhyme. So, like, no. if, if you <laughs> it, it, no, roses are red. You know. Um, <laughs> You're not. Fat. No, there's so many things I should say, but <laughs> if my mum's going to be listening to this, I need to. I need to dial it down a little bit. Okay. Okay. So, right. So we're going to. Okay. So th- this is. Uh, we, you know, anyone could be listening. They could have searched this podcast up. Valentine's. Now we're going to give. We're, get, we're getting into the nitty gritty here. Okay. So, if you're not in the relationship, we can drop a card. How? What kind of a clue are we going to give? Are we? Are we going to say it's me? from around the corner or it's <laughs> no or we go, it, we're going it, it, it all depends it depends on whether this is the kind of something you want them to find out about so so i've i had a valentine's day card a couple of years ago um that was posted through my door hand delivered and to this day i've got no idea who it was from and so that was nice it was lovely for me but like i gotta say what's the point yeah why, yes. why would you do that why would you if you if you're sending a Valentine's Day card, then either you're doing it altruistically and, and so it's just to make them feel good, which is lovely, but it's got to be part of a, a romancy wooing type thing, surely. It's got to be something where you're leading towards something. So you want them to find out it was you. So you've got to leave a clue or two in there somehow without being really obvious about it. Yeah, like dropping a condom in there as well. Yeah. I mean, that's a <laughs> statement of intent as much as anything else. Unless, unless it's actually branded with your face on it, in which case okay. that's not that subtle. <laughs> oh, you go wine, condom, and a fiver for a taxi. <laughs> I just honestly, you should you should be doing lessons lessons in romance with Johnny. It's it's a thing of wonder. 
<laughs> oh, I'm making myself laugh. You know, this, you know, it's bad news. If you're making yourself laugh, there's problems. Yeah, yeah. Title of my sex tape. <laughs> so, okay, so we're doing it. So, what, do, you know, do you remember the days of, of giant cards? Do you remember like? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, giant cars and, and, and bloody shots. teddy bears. Have you ever done one of those? I think I did. I think I did a big card when I was a teenager. Nah. I think I did do some on a big card. No, because if you get a big card, does that mean you've got to do big writing as well? You have to have a big marker because you can't write. You can't have a card that's the size of a, of a, a movie poster and then write yeah. in a biro on it. Like, I remember them. What's the point? And what, what's someone going to do with that? I just, I don't get it. I don't understand it. Um, and and I'll be honest. <laughs> what, one thing that really frustrates me about Valentine's Day is the fact, and this isn't yeah, hashtag not all women, hashtag not all men, but it's almost always the pressure is on the man to be romantic towards the woman. That's that's pretty much what it is. Romance is one way when it comes to Valentine's Day. You never hear about stories about a woman doing really romantic things for their men. And if you do, they're the exception rather than the rule. So that's one thing I bloody hate about Valentine's Day. I do have a not for air Valentine's Day story, which actually uh, is if there's an example of a generous Valentine's uh, act, from your female com- <laughs> person <laughs> and I have one okay so um was that because it was valentine's or was it because you're on- just a, just a beautiful man who who someone would want to do that for anyway it was valentine's day we were in love and it was epic uh we had a wonderful evening a lot of fun was had um and uh, so, and actually quite a fair bit of preparation went into it on, on her part and it was mm-hmm. a complete surprise. So, so, uh, uh, and, and I did feel very loved afterwards. Yes. So. <laughs> so I guess we'll leave it there until the after hours version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, but no, I, I do get that, you know, that Valentine's Day is, if it's in, if it's anything, because I asked this week, I said to people, What's what? What do you love about Valentine's Day? Is it a load of bollocks? Um, what do you want the opposite sex to know about love and romance? And that pretty much, and I, I should have asked a bit more of a debaucherous question. I should have been, or, or what's that word? Depri- depraved? 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 Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, I should have said like, what's your most depraved Valentine's Day story? I might have got some better responses back. But yeah, pretty much across the board, I got back. It shouldn't just be for one day of the year. Uh, oh, and I'll tell you what the women did say. Here's a good one. It's not actually answering your question. And maybe I should have asked this, actually. Uh, four different women said in different places. It wasn't like following on from the from the, from the the feed, right? I, po- I posted in various places. Said, don't get me a decent present and a crap card. Like, what? Two, like like, what? like a, card, a card that says, to Sue, happy Valentine's Day. Love Steve. <laughs> See, I've, got, I've got to say, if, if 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 someone was to say, look, you can either have uh, a really nice card and an okay present, or you can have a brilliant present and a crap card. The present is the thing. The present is the thing that actually is going to last. The card, you'll read it, and then what? What are you can do with a card? Whereas a present, no. you're gonna you're gonna use. True, but again, we're giving insights into our uh, first of all our married. Uh, journey and second of all our current status uh, both of us single and divorced <laughs> the women the four women that responded said 
said, I, and I guess actually pushed on the subject that they'd probably said I'd quite like both. But what they what they really were saying was, I want some love and generosity and vulnerability in my card. I want some. I want to. I want to hear how much you love. So, it. I want to. so it's not about the card. It's about the words that are in the card. Yes. Okay. Sorry. Yes. Right. Okay. That makes poor, a bit more sense. Poor card. Uh, well, caveat actually here. Poor card. Nice words. Going to be okay. If it's evident the poor card was purchased at the petrol station around the corner, then you may have to go big, double big on the words. <laughs> I think I think better than the oh look, keep, keep wobbling on. I think this is the oven repairman about to tell me he's coming around in half an hour. <laughs> You're gone quiet. How about now? Is that any better there? Good, good, good. So romance is something that you that can be possible. I know one time, uh, one thing I did. I had no money at all. Uh, so what I did is I nabbed. I actually nabbed some coloured paper from where I used to work. And hand rolled uh, it into the green paper into stems, cut out little green leaves, cut out a load of red petals, stuck them petal by petal by petal together and said I'd made a rose. And then made that a dozen of those, wrapped them up and then delivered them to my my ex-wife's workplace, Um, which was very weird walking through London with a bunch of uh, handmade paper roses. And, And I've, Weirdly, I, I think it was it was well received, but um, it did I did feel like a bit of a, a cheapskate. But I guess it's about whether you put in time in versus uh, effort. So time and effort on that gift was massive, even though cost was low. Uh, hand, handmade paper flowers, paper roses, oh, a dozen of good. those. Um, and so I've done that. Yeah, yeah oh, mate, it took it took it took all day, um, but I didn't have any money for for regular roses, so that's what I did and. Um, I think a few years later, I made up for for that by doing. I did have a treasure hunt around around our neighbourhood, so local businesses all had a, a clue, and so she'd have to go somewhere and ask for a clue and go somewhere. You else. told us last week. You told uh, no, us. no, that was that was my marriage proposal. This oh. is a different one. Um, and this one, the the last one was. I think the last message was pack your bags. Um, but um, it wasn't because I was kicking her out. It was because I was done. taking her to. It's uh, <laughs> the ultimate it Valentine's Day. <laughs> took her to um, Paris for the weekend, um, out, just out of the blue. So, yeah, yeah, romance can be done, guys. Guys are good at romance, and, and we we have that ability. And I just think that that I would like to, I would appreciate every romantic gesture just as much as I'm sure a woman would in that situation. Well, yeah, yeah, totally. Every bloke, everyone wants to be loved. Everyone wants to feel appreciated, feel special. Um, yeah. Here's the thing, though. Obviously, doing it on other days of the year, absolutely vital. I'd hate to be, and well, I clearly hate to be, sorry, not together. I'd hate to be not appreciated at all for 364 days of the year and then be like, you're the best. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, you don't want to use seriously? up all the allocation on one day. Definitely. Romance is, is an ongoing thing. I think I think Valentine's is, is okay to remind you to, the, you know, when was the last time you did date night? When was the last time you did it? It's, it's a good checking point. But if it's the only checking point you've got through the year, then you've got to reassess where you're going. Yeah, totally. I think I think a couple can go big on Valentine's Day with all those like boxes ticked. Like it's going to go both ways. It's going <laughs> to I don't mean getting lucid. Uh, it's yeah, going to no. go. <laughs> it's going to go both ways. Uh, we're going to get both feel loved and appreciated by by each other. And actually, it's going to be the biggest celebration of our of our relationship for the year. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, here's a good question, right? Get 
do we get blind drunk on our on Valentine's Day, or do we keep yes. it like? Sorry, yeah. I said, I'm, straight you, away. I, no, I, no hesitation. As soon as you say, "Do we get blind drunk?" I, I, <laughs> everything after that just like yes. The answer is always yes. no. You you've got to be lucid enough to be there and be present and be part of it. And you never should be much more drunk than your the person you're with. In my opinion, anyway. You, if, if you're both roaring drunk, brilliant. If you're both sober, fine. If you're kind of there or thereabouts, then that that's great. But wherever stage you're going to be, as long as you're both in that place, that that's okay. Yeah. I think there's a, there's that is uh, as a man that is a definitely like an act of chivalry is to uh, gauge your drunkenness to to your partner and oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, and especially if she's a wild one then you can actually inside your like this is brilliant she's getting absolutely smacked because you know you're <laughs> gonna have a lot of fun a lot of fun oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I mentioned this the other week actually about finding some fun women to, to to hang out with or meet some new new fun women not not that my mm-hmm. old female friends are not fun and actually that is the exact thing i'm saying is that they are a lot of fun i just don't get to see them that often but then maybe i'm not that much fun anymore do i like getting oh, drunk as i used to no, well, if you don't then i i'm i'm like dorian gray and i seem to be getting more and more enjoyable in that respect than it as i get older i'm fine i'm literally not just maturing like a fine wine i am only because i'm drinking so much fine wine i think i'm just replacing the blood in my body with red ah so you're you're a good drunk you're still a good drunk i've i you know i've, I've been told this i'm not someone i don't get angry or get uh, melancholy or anything like that usually if i'm if i'm around people then it just it's just nice i just yeah I, i'm okay i'm okay with being drunk yeah i, I I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a light i'm a lightweight that, that's for certain <laughs> and i've always been a lightweight and uh but i have these magic moments where where i can I, like i, I like gone good no no no. i've actually drunk loads mm-hmm. and i've managed to move from my from from the drink i drunk too much of to the next drink just at the right time not too early not too late like jumping from the beers <laughs> to the spirits um when, when when i went to uni right i didn't realize uh i didn't first of all i didn't really realize that i didn't like stella uh, and also i didn't realize that stella got you as, as clearly as drunk as it did so but when i was suddenly at uni with a load of northerners there wasn't really the option to ordering a carling or some other lower alcohol percentage beer um so yeah it, it was just it was it was just stellar all the way uh although we did start drinking do you remember when caffrey's was launched and it was mm-hmm. about five percent nutty juice it used to, it used to, yeah. it used to have that that creamy top that that, that came yeah. on yeah so we used to get caffrey's and have a like a vodka depth charge in it Oh my gosh. Absolutely. Oh yeah. I mean, the, the combinations we used to drink, we actually, we got one drink banned um, at local bars. You know, it was a cheeky Vimto, um, which is a, a oh, yeah. which is that, yeah, the a snake bite and black. Um, yeah. They got banned as well. Um, you know, snake bite and black. Yes. Yeah, snake bite and black. Uh, yeah. Uh, and, uh, cider and black currant. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, and then also cheeky Vimto my personal was what, what, was in a, what was in a cheeky Vimto? Oh, I can't, I genuinely can't remember, but it tasted, it tasted like an Elko pop. That's all it was. Um, and I do know that one of my favorite ones was, uh, Smirnoff, uh, basically it, it, what was it called? Uh, turbo shandy. So you'd buy a pint of lager, drink half of it, then get a Smirnoff ice, pour yes. that in. And so that was uh, like this super sweet lemonade type thing. And then you'd just be able to neck it cause it tasted like a soft drink. But of course it was twice as strong cause you're getting twice as much of the alcohol in there. It yeah. was, yeah, it was bad. 
Um, and uh, I, you know what? There's part of me that would kind of fancy one. I think that'd be quite nice these days. I might have to go get some smell of ice. Oh man, like have a <laughs> like have a throwback night. Yeah, and drink yeah. all the all drinks the, you drank when you're at uni. All drinks, twenty twenty, white lightning, all that sort of oh, uh, a good stuff. A boat race, like like a with with a bottle of twenty twenty or twenty twenty. The red one has to be the red one, surely. I I think if you're if you're worrying about what colour it is, then you're doing it wrong. But it's flavour, isn't it? it? It's not. It's just sweet rubbish. It's <laughs> just to, just get it inside you. I know. Keep but the it in there for as long one, as you possibly can. I know, but the the red one, it was strawberry or cherry, whatever, was so much better than the than the than the apple one. I'm gonna so I'm gonna have to look into this again. I'm gonna have to um, do some research, some some oh. first person research. Okay, so when lockdown's over, because if uh, uh, news flash to people who haven't caught the last few wrap ups, which by the way, where were you? And go back and listen to them. Turns out, Glenn and I, <laughs> of the how many thousand miles are there in the UK? We live within uh, mm-hmm. about three miles of each other. So. Uh, as soon as we're out of lockdown, we can go and absolutely we can go and do this. We will have a live Research. wrap up at something like the Swan in, or the Swan's a bit serious actually, isn't it? Somewhere else in Westmoreland that's a bit more debaucherous. Yeah, um, we'll drink so you don't have to. We'll put in the effort and uh, damage our own livers so that, that our good listeners can have access yeah. to this research. It's important. Well, my my uh, pod deck we can take on the road. We can do, literally do a Brockmart. We can have a we could do a live. <laughs> Love everyone it. turn up be brilliant brilliant put it in your diaries gang uh the first weekend of um, one one oh one question f- for you in terms of valentine's stuff what do you think is more important to be romantic at valentine's day or your anniversary anniversary yeah what how come because because i think that's a date that's special to you too. Like as a couple, that is a date that's, that's unique to you both. That's a, that's a, if you put yourself in that moment it's in an ideal world, that day was just one of the best days of your life. So to put yourself back in that moment and to, to reconnect on that level, to, to, to think, you know what, no matter what crap we're going through, we not only were so much in love, but we had the best day and, for whatever's going on right now if we can just focus on that and get back to that then we're going to be happy forever so yeah wedding oh. anniversary so beautifully said so beautiful <laughs> i should fart or something now shouldn't I? <laughs> I should just just put an edge back on that <laughs> talking of farting uh we did a joe wicks uh video th- this morning my, my fitness uh, by the way daily sweat the daily sweat is over in the team super dad group um uh, if you if you go to facebook.com obviously groups team super dad i have a, there's an everlasting post in there which is the daily sweats so it's like a, it's like an exercise accountability thing i've i, I had backache shoulder ache problems over the last couple of months plus winter so i've been fully off the rails but back on and my daughter is basically the driving force behind that so we've been doing joe wicks together right so we're doing joe wicks and then my boy comes down and goes oh you've got to watch this and so whenever it was joe wicks if you search youtube for joe wicks fart there's this there's this one of his mornings he the video starts about 10 seconds before he's thinking it starts so he lets rip this massive fart and uh it's just nice. gold. absolute gold there, there, there there's just some, i can't remember who, i was having a chat with some friends um and the, the subject of farts being funny came up 
And all the women on the call were very much of the, no, they're not funny. There's no situation where they're ever funny. Um, whereas all the guys were just, they, they just are. And no one can explain it, but, but a good will ripped one at the wrong moment is cracking. Up. It doesn't matter how sophisticated you are as a person. That is funny. Uh, oh, well, oh, I think we, I think women do. <clears throat> I think when, but it's like a closed shop. Mm. Like when they're yeah, yeah, together, absolutely. they're farting and doing flipping, lighting them and all sorts. I think, I think it happens. <laughs> I think, I think that. In fact, I do know some uh, you know, groups of women who. You know, in fact, the very fact that they're all there together and there's no blokes means that they can actually do those things. Though perhaps not on Valentine's Day. No. Oh, here's a good one. Farting whilst being given a blowjob. That is a bad move. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there, there's been, there's been moments. I remember once going out and going out for dinner with someone. Um, and I've got to be careful with my language here because I have young ears around, but yeah. um, we went out for dinner and turns out the place maybe wasn't the most hygienic of places. Uh, and we are mid that activity. And you know, that moment where the only thing I can think of in my brain is definitely don't fart because there's no way of guaranteeing it. It will only be fart. And first, you shouldn't be farting at that stage anyway. No. But secondly, there are there are scales. If if you happen to break wind at that moment, it's bad, but it's not the end of the evening. If it's more than that, then not only is it the end of the evening, but you're going to be on Reddit at some point with a description of what happened, and there's nothing you can ever do about it. It's that's you you it's, you can't squeeze that toothpaste back into the tube. No. But it could define, like, if you could come back from that and forge a you positive can't come relationship. Back from that. You cannot. No <laughs> way on earth. If you've been together for 10 years at that stage, yeah, sure, fine. But if you've been together for a couple of months and in that situation that happens, just just pack. Just just look down. Just apologize and get out of there. Get the thing is, you're so relaxed. Look. It's such a such a great moment and you're, you're just in the zone. And But then 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 what? You're just holding it in. How? Yeah, you have to. You have to. Or take a break. Take a break. So you, there are, so you've got to it, somehow get her away from the zone. You say, no, I'm, I, I just need, I just need a moment. I just need a moment. Go to the loo. Go to the loo. <laughs> just say, I just need to use the loo. And then go and then go back to it. It's, it's oh. worth the break. Okay. As an, as an act of like gentleman, gentlemanness. Yeah. Okay, so she says, where are you going? And like, trust me, you'll appreciate this. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely want to be right back. Don't move. But yeah, okay. Okay, yeah, I can see this. It's the lesser of two evils. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Well, the, 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 better, the better of two paths. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Right, I'm going to write, I'm going to put that in my, uh, in my like flipping tips for life book. That's going. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Hello. Glenn, you, you got a feel again because I'm being asked by the other man again. Hold tight. Fantastic. Well, I, 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 it's one of the things where you can. He, he says, Do you, "You just got a fill." I mean, firstly, that is the the, the title of Johnny's sex tape. Um, but secondly, he's, he's left me with nothing to fill. Um, so what I am going to say is, is Valentine's Day is fun. It's nice. It's good. But but don't make it a be all and all. You know. It, but make sure the other person knows that you are you know it exists and you're going to do something, but, but why not actually put a Valentine's, uh, an unValentine's day in a diary, just at some random point in the year and just, just go to town that day as well. Maybe um, they can respond on, on March the 14th. 
Um, if you've not heard about what March the 14th is all about, then I recommend you Google it because um, for guys, it's it's one of yeah, top five days in a year. Top five days in a year. You've got um, birthdays, Christmas, uh, maybe anniversary, um, FA Cup final day, uh, and then you've got March the 14th. So Google what March the 14th is, top five day, boom. Oh, man. I've come in not knowing what March the 14th is. Blimey. You've got to Google that stuff, man. I'll right, tell I mean, you, I, 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 just, I, I just said um, it, it's top. So you've got your birthday, you've got Christmas, um, you've got uh, uh, anniversary. If you've got anniversary, you've got a FA Cup final day, and then you've got March 14th. Oh, definitely wisdom Again, here. This, this is knowledge that I'm not even going to charge you for. This is free. This is free. It's a gift from me to all you gentlemen out there. And ladies, if you don't, if you are, aren't aware of March 14th, trust me, make it a thing and you can do whatever you want for March, maybe April as well, but just one evening of commitment. Oh, it's, it's an investment. It's an investment of time, energy and, and enjoyment. Yeah, I'm looking for the origins of it, but it doesn't actually. Well, it's about, um, it started off in the third century in Rome. Um, there was this monk. <laughs> <laughs> and it was the, 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 uh, the, the, the top bloke at the monastery. He used it as a way to keep his monks like, like <laughs> under control. So one day a year, he would let them have a release, literally. Um, and the women from the local village uh, would come and serve steak. Uh, okay, good. Good stuff. Do you think, though, I, 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 I hope this is the case. I'm looking forward to finding this out as I venture back into uh, the world of, of relationships. Surely women are now more, like, involved and more generous and more part of Valentine's Day. They're not just there waiting for... Uh, if Yes. I mean, it, it, with the caveat that every woman is different and every situation is different, yes, they are more involved. Um, but as with anything, it's a societal pressure. Um, there's a societal inertia that, that says this is the way things should be done, just like men having to pay for dates, pay pay for the first meal and all that sort of stuff. As much as women say, no, no, I always go Dutch. I've been on a lot of dates and that doesn't happen very often. Sometimes women might offer um, and then you say, no, that's OK. And they never say, no, I insist. It's always oh, OK. And so you end up wedging out and it, it, so men are it, it just it, just the way things are. And there's a whole variety of reasons why that is the case. And it's the same with Valentine's. Yes, some women are much more likely to, to take part and to, to, to make it a thing. Um, but it's definitely not universally seen that way. It's just just isn't. Wowzers. See, I think. I think I will. Oh, no, that's just right. No. So on a on a first date. There's a definite expectation, probably definite and probably good, good, uh, definite expectation that she will probably be thinking that I'm going to be paying. Um, yeah. And again, this this varies by from woman to woman, situation to situation, for sure. Um, but and there's always the uh, the thing where they'll offer to pay. Um, but generally speaking, in my experience, at least six or seven out of ten, at least possibly more, um, either never offer or um, uh, are happy to accept it. If I say, no, it's okay, I'm, in, I'm okay to do that. Um, and uh, a lot of the time, it, if it's a case of, you know, I'll I say, I'll pay for this one, you pay for the next one. 
they're happy to accept that even when they know that there's not going to be a next one. And that for me, I don't, I don't like. Yeah. So she should say, actually, no, there's no chemistry here. We won't be having a next one. And I will be paying half of this as a, as a nice evening. That's not going anywhere. Oh yeah. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm going to be, I'm going to be a disaster at this. I'm going to have to get some serious cars on the table before we go. A day, day, oh, day. Yeah. I've, I've got, I've got a whole, I've got a whole piece. I did. I, I wrote a blog on the kind of the financial cost of dating for men. Cause it, it's huge. And there's so many hidden costs as well that you just don't think about. Um, let me bring it up. Cause I actually did some sums about how much it costs the average guy to, to kind of go on dates. Cause we we know that that women in my experience they they, they talk con- uh, regularly about um, the cost of, of getting their hair done, getting their nails done, um, getting uh, kind of body grooming done, buying clothes, makeup. There, there's a huge cost for for women in, that they bring to a, a date, and that, that's that's unarguable as well. Um, however, one study said that actually they, uh, the average man goes on thirteen dates a year and spends thirteen hundred and forty nine pounds going on these dates now. I think that's low. That's lowballing it. So I, I live. Just, we live just outside London, don't we? Yeah. So just getting just getting into London and home again, plus the cab to and from us, it's about fifteen quid. Um, averaging out a new shirt every now and then, new pair of trousers or whatever, even if you just average it out at twenty pound a pop, that's that's already thirty five quid. Um, I've heard sometimes it's not a lot of people don't want to just meet for a drink. They want to do something a bit more. So if you're going to a gig or something like that, then it's 30 quid a ticket. Then actually, you know, that's 60 quid you're shelling out. And that's, that's not unusual. I've taken people to gigs and to football matches and to, to shows and so on. It just adds up. That's 60 quid drinks. Um, a, just a single cocktail in London is about a tenner and you're buying at least, even if you split the drinks each one, that, at least that is another 40 quid, 45 quid or something like that. Um, then you've got food. Um, even again, if they pay for half, then that's 30 quid each, maybe 60. So an, a, a typical date, it would not be unusual to see it cost anywhere from 110 to 170 quid. Totally. It's, I, it's yeah, mad. Yeah. And if, if you're, yeah. if you like, I've, I was for a while going on a lot of dates in a short period of time, my God, it adds up. It really does. Yeah, prohibitive. Oh, yeah. Totally worth it, though. Well, yeah. I, 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 yes. I've chatted to a couple of other mates recently. They're, they're even during lockdown. He's, you know, he's, he's been getting action. Or, or, or for me, first, first date, second date, and then it's like, oh, yeah, she stayed over. I was like, okay, good work. Good work. That's the three-date rule. It's one of those uh, things that I had to learn when I was starting to date. Um, and yeah, the third date rule is, is a commonly accepted thing, even though it's um, also universally slated as well. So come on, Glenn, as we get towards the top of the, uh, towards the top of the show, mm-hmm. enlighten us. Oh no, you might not be able to enlighten us right now with the kids there. Can you enlighten us on the three date rule? Uh, I, I can go into all outline, no detail. The, uh, <laughs> okay, the common, the commonly uh, accepted norm is that if by the third date, um, you want, if you want to go on a fourth or a fifth by the third date, you should know whether there is any, uh, chemistry in that area. And you, that's the thing you explore yeah. after the third date. If, if, if it, the commonly accepted thing is if it gets to fourth, fifth, sixth or seventh date, um, then actually uh, then you don't know whether there's it's too late. You've kind of lost that initial spark and the attraction type thing. And um, one of the, again, one of the commonly things, if you go before, 
before the third date, then it's too soon. You're not, it's not right. It's not going to be sustainable. So the third date seems to be the time that a lot of people say that's about right. Now, of course, I say it's ridiculous. If you think it's right after the first date, go for it. If you think it's right, uh, or both of you, that is, of course, if both of you think it's right after the first date, go for it. If it's after the fifth date, the sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, whatever date, go for it. It's about what's right for you individually. But it does seem to be this, this pressure, this perceived pressure that three dates is when the uh, grown up sleepovers happen. Yes, it's either happening or it's not happening. This is going forward or it's not going forward. Yeah. 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 But I've got a whole world of things I can say about about dating as a, a as a dad. So uh, maybe we should do some uh, some slots on that one day. If people have got any kind of how to date as a dad questions, I'd, I'd be more than happy to to share my experience and, and research. Yeah. We'll do a little dating mini series. How about that? That's good. We'll um, we've we'll with uh, we will get some women on. This is definitely happening. We're getting we're getting some women on for uh, once a month. We're going to get some women on to the wrap up, and uh, <laughs> we might have to, a bit like a bit like Brookside after hours. You know, Brookie after hour. We'll have a we'll have a a, a, a wrap up with women. Dot dot dot. <laughs> I'm going to get slated. Although, <laughs> although I have to say, uh, through some of my interactions, I can't believe it when you post, you know, some of these obviously like single parent groups and parent groups. And uh, I've asked, been asking around the internet this week about about Valentine's Day and what are, what's acceptable, what would you like to see, what would you like to happen, that, um, that, that, that what a lot of blokes do is just rubbish. Mm. Yeah, oh, we're we're, that, we're awful, and so ba- even basic skills have kind of uh, put you above 50, the top fifty percent. If you if you buy a card um, and the the worst, pe- even a even a petrol station stuff, that probably puts you in the top fifty percent of men, and that's pathetic, guys. Pathetic. When I do a message in a card, I feel the thing. I'm like, I've stuck bits of paper in before, like so that it folds Words out the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> Or like, like like one of those um uh kind of things that you do this with when you're, yeah. you're six and you're kind of unfolding to get more space to write in if i'm in love there's there's not enough space on the paper basically that's easy that is absolutely easy uh who wouldn't want to do nice things for someone they're in love with blimey mm. i look forward to being in that position once again and exploring that in in future yeah, totally. And on, on kind of on a serious note, because look, divorce is not uh, it's not much fun. Uh, it's, being in a rubbish marriage isn't much fun either. But uh, it's 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 not a flipping walk in the park, um, single life. Um, so if you're a dad and you're listening to this and, and, and it's, hopefully it's been a bit funny, but seriously, appreciate the woman in your life. Like make her feel special. Do do some good stuff for her. Pull pull your weight. Give her a break. Like, I don't you know. So I, 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 my friend won't mind me sharing this. He's one of the team super dad members. And after his breakup, he, he, he was asking me about cooking. And uh, I said, well, what did you cook when you were together? He was like, oh, I didn't. Christ. I go, hang on a minute. I thought you were together 18 years. <laughs> 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 it was like that joke at the end of coming to America. He's like, aha. <laughs> like, that's why she had an affair okay cool um no not the only reason but uh but but clearly like we are modern men modern modern dads we live in a world where where equality is not such a flipping fight for equality now it should just be a flipping accepted like of course you're going to go to the shops of course you're going to iron your own shirt like 
learn how to cook for flipping heck's sake, but also do nice stuff together. Um, and, and be brave as well. Be brave in what, in what you want from the relationship. Don't, don't resent her and, and be fed up and pissed off about what you're not getting if you've never asked for it or, or if you ask for it and expect it, but you've done nothing for her in the last 364 days, let alone how long you've been together, then, then clearly she's not going to be that excited about, about feeling in love and doing cool stuff for you. So it's a, it's a quid pro quo ever fluid situation. And if you want to feel in love and have a, have an awesome relationship, then take responsibility for your side of things first um, before you can start to real make any real demands or expectations on the relationship. I think that's a beautiful way to, uh, to, to draw the thing to a close. I think that's a, a, a good message that everyone needs to remember. Yeah. Totes. So this has been the wrap up. Uh, we are here every week literally wrapping up our week uh we are from the team super dad community uh real dads creating our best lives ever living the life we desire not the life we feel stuck in and forgot to mention got a challenge coming up next week glenn it is the happy and focused dad challenge five day challenge in the team super dad group free totally free uh 45 minute 40 to 45 minute uh, live sessions each day on different elements of getting focused, like being really clear on, on what your morning, evening routines are, communicating better with your, with your partner and having more fun, not just in your relationship, but in, in your life. And so, yeah, the five day challenge, uh, team superdad.com forward slash happy dad. Uh, <laughs> that seems to fit in quite appropriate with some of our chit chat today in the wrap up. Uh, no, we won't be telling you. How, well, in fact, we will be telling you how to get a, a blowjob on your Valentine's Day, um, but in the more general terms of of being a happy and focused dad. So come on over and register. It's totally free. And if, and if anyone does want to share their what amazing Valentine's Day presents they either gave or received as well, I'd, I'd kind of like to 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 hear something like a, a top top three or top five um, yeah. best and worst Valentine's gifts that you got mm. this year. Yeah, totally. So if you are, uh, if you've listened to the end of the show, it's like a 20% rule. The people that listen to the end of the show, some, some of my they're the favorite, real heroes. They're they real are the heroes. super, super dads. Some of my favorite podcasts, uh, they, they acknowledge the people that listen all the way to the end. Uh, and uh, yeah, we feel like a little special club. So welcome to this special club. Send us uh, whatever your favorite social is. You can uh, tweet at a dating dad or you can tweet at Team Superdad HQ, and Glenn and I will get those there. As for the other socials, Instagram, pretty much the same thing, and uh, and Facebook, just search TeamSuperdad.com, you'll get the page, sorry, just search Team Superdad, you'll get the page or the group, or you can, like, send me an email, whatever it takes. It's all there. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) send me a a love letter. (laughs) Glenn, great to hang out together, as always. Likewise, and uh, and uh, I'm quite relieved that no, you didn't even mention my haircut. So that means it's I, I didn't do a bad haircut from home job by myself. No, from the back. I think, I'm sure it just looks like a yeah, mullet, probably does. But... Yeah, very bad from the back. Uh, but uh, uh, hopefully, I won't be observing you from the back. <laughs> Unless hey, you go on a long, bike ride. Long, no, no, this, <laughs> you know what? At this stage, I'm not even entirely sure that I'd say no. <laughs> Epic. Yeah, do that, Dad. Let us know how your Valentine's Day went and uh, we will name check you on next week's wrap up. Good stuff. Team Super Dad out. Bye.
This has been Team Super Dad. Find us at TeamSuperDad.com. Join the program and create the best life ever for you and your children. You are not alone. You're on Team Super Dad.